Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, welcome everyone to the Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Taylor Tagg. I'm a forgiveness educator and coach certified by the Midwest Institute for Forgiveness Training and a certified Napoleon Hill Foundation leadership instructor. Find out more about my work and learn how to let go of resentment, pain, and suffering in a few easy steps. Please visit me at TheEvolvingHeart.com and review the peace process, the path to peace, found in the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Path to a Peaceful Heart. And now on to today's success story. We have a very special guest with us today. My guest is Tina Dietz. Now, Tina is owner of Tina Dietz Business Development, and which offers an innovative approach, uh, producing results for entrepreneurs, organizations, and small businesses through coaching, training, systems development, and shared global networks. She's also host of the Start Something Show, which is fulfilling a mission to ignite 10,000 thriving businesses providing resources and inspiration for small business to get what they need and leave the legacy they've always wanted to. So, Tina, welcome to Journey to Success Radio today. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Taylor. Thanks for having me. Well, we're so glad that you joined us here on Journey to Success Radio today. We want to find out more about you. So give us a background about your business and the Start Something show and your overall mission in life. What are you helping people do? Oh, wow. Well, uh, you know, taking it back kind of a little bit further, um, you know, my journey started when I was three and my parents started their own business, and I grew up upstairs from uh, their retail business selling, of all things, wood-burning stoves and fireplaces. And so I started answering phones when I was four and going to trade shows when I was six. But I always viewed my parents' business, even though I was steeped in it, as kind of a little brother that took up all my parents' time. And I never thought I would end up being an entrepreneur. But when I got out into the working world after I had studied to become a therapist and I was um, working with teenagers from international populations, inner city, suburbs, all kinds of things, really passionate about helping them make changes in their lives and get on a path that really Uh, fit with who they were in the world, I've kind of found I was unemployable because I had picked up all of these entrepreneurial leanings and uh, a lot of educational institutions and corporations, they don't really care for that too much and I didn't know that until I kind of got there. So uh, my journey kind of leapfrogged from that place to uh, starting a couple of not-for-profits with some like-minded people to develop team leadership programs. And then I ended up in academia working with adult learners as well as student learners. Again, everything following this thread of helping people take a good idea and bring it into reality. And ultimately, I circled back around to the private sector to start coaching and helping business owners because that was where my heart was and that was really where my background is. And uh, 
helping them kind of dance this dance that we have to do between our internal conversations and those skills and everything that we have on the inside. Jack Canfield would call them success principles, practicing those, and the practical things that we need to do to move our businesses along and work through those transitions. And uh, people really come to me when, they're, when they are moving through a transition, whether they're adding something, moving something up, moving it forward, and making really important decisions. So that's where kind of the, the basis uh, all, all kind of happened, and it's culminated now in the Start Something show and uh, the Start Something movement. Let's talk a little bit about the, the Start Something show. This is a, a pretty new endeavor for you, but something that looks like it's, it's taking off. It's becoming very successful. Tell, us, tell the listeners a little bit about what Start Something is. Well, Start Something is about fulfilling this mission of 10,000 thriving businesses. And my coaching practice has always centered around that particular mission, which, um, and, you know, there's kind of a long story behind it, but the short version is, that I, uh, I had a mentor some years ago because I was starting businesses of my own, and they would get going and they would start to hit a level of success, and then I'd get really bored. And I would want to do something else, and I had this mentor tell me that, Tina, you have to create something that is so big, you can't possibly do it yourself, and you might not be able to fulfill it in your lifetime, and if you do that, you'll never be bored. Now you need to find... Uh, an underlying why, a, you know, a problem that's so big that, that fits that criteria. And I wasn't happy with his answer, but I, I thought on it long and hard. And, uh, you know, people will say, well, you know, I woke up with this idea. Well, I actually did wake up from this idea that I had of, it was an image of all of these folks who were small business owners. And when I say small, I really mean small. I mean solo entrepreneurs, self-employed people. The, the accountant, the chiropractor, the massage therapist, the real estate agent, the financial advisor, the coach, the author, um, who are all out there. And they were, had this image of them, you know, having great lives and thriving in what they did. But beyond that, it's that they were bringing that thriving home to their kids and home to their communities. And it was this idea that, if we are thriving ourselves, then the legacy we're leaving is more than our businesses. It's the value system and the skills and those success, deep success beliefs. We're leaving that forward to our kids. And if they really believe and they know it's the truth that they can do what they love and make a great living and make a difference in the world, then that is really going to have the, the biggest impact. So I, you know, I realized about a year ago that if I was really going to make that mission a reality, then I needed to create a bigger container to include all these wonderful people. I, I adore networking. I have a really robust and beautiful network of amazing people all over the world. And I wanted to be able to bring more people to the table who are doing great things so that uh, we could all work together like a community hub and help folks out with making these transitions, with getting their dreams into reality, um, and having the necessary tools to do so. So that's how Start Something was born, and the Start Something show was, for me, a really fun and natural place to, to start and be able to get the word out. Oh, wonderful. 
And where where are you on your on your number of ten thousand? Just number of ten thousand. You know, directly myself, I think we're we're up uh, we're up close to uh, um, around a hundred right now. So it's going to take a, a a global uh, it's going to take a global effort for people because I actually do have you know some internal criteria of what thriving means, and doing that one at a time takes some time. Absolutely, takes some time. Absolutely. Yeah. But then that's the thrill of it too. That's the excitement mm-hmm. of of helping so many businesses. Exactly. Uh, tell us a little bit about a little bit more how you you coach. Say, for example, an entrepreneur who's got the big dream, but maybe lacks the practical plan for putting it into place. There's a fine line an entrepreneur walk when they're trying to balance the two. So, can you give us some uh, some some tips or help of how you help those kind of entrepreneurs? Make, make it a plan for success and, and, and follow it through. Yeah, you know, a lot of the folks that I work with are really fabulous professionals. They're people who know what they're doing. They have skills. So, you know, they already have the professional skills to serve people to do what they're doing. Most of the time what happens, though, is that they don't necessarily view themselves as business people. That part of their identity really doesn't, exist or they feel like they're not good at it. And I run into it a lot um, in the, mostly in the service industries, which is where I tend to uh, hang out, um, is with folks who are really in the services side of things. And it, a lot of what I do is to help them navigate these waters of business because a lot of times their instincts are really good but they don't have anything to compare it against. They don't have the confirmation to say, yeah, you know what, I am on the right track. And this opportunity can lead to that opportunity and, and starting to put things together. So, you know, many times what we do is to help people create a future vision. A lot of times you, know, you hear a lot about vision creation. The type of visioning work that I do is through an exercise called the perfect day exercise, which is, uh, both practical as well as a neurological uh, exercise. And I give, actually give that away on the website. Uh, it's part of our free membership. And then we, from there we actually create people's business plans, which are actually a strategic plan. Uh, they end up being about three pages long, and then that's the document, that living document, is what we start to use to guide their daily actions so that it bridges the gap between where they are now and the place that they want to be. So it's that combination, again, of that inspiration as well as the practical, because you need the inspiration, you need the internal motivation to keep taking those actions uh, when inevitably, you know, you hit bumps in the road or you get bored or you start to not be able to see the forest for the trees or you get overwhelmed or life gets in the way. You got to have a place where you can come back to to keep the momentum going. So, yeah. and meeting people where they're at is really the fundamental part of that. Finding out where people's strengths are and building on those. Well, wonderful. And for those, and Tina, for those of people who are listening right now and say, oh, my God, you just, I need you. I need you. Where are you, <laughs> Tina? <laughs> How can we get in touch with you? Where can we find you? Sure. You can find me at thestartsomethingshow.com. And, uh, if you and also if you Google Tina Dietz, there aren't too many of us out there. So you find me at uh, on Facebook uh, on Ten Thousand Thriving Businesses, uh, Twitter at Tina Dietz, 
Uh, and of course, you know you can find the show, the Start Something Show, on iTunes, Twitter, and on TuneIn. Wonderful, and, and I, I encourage your listeners to go check out Start Something and, and, and actually sign up for the the free gifts, the uh, the perfect day planner. I participated in that. It's a wonderful exercise, actually. I, I was shocked. I would actually, I can't wait to see yours, Taylor, because I know you yeah, downloaded I, it, so I'm stalking you on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked at what happened, but it, it's a wonderful exercise. It definitely future, future focuses you and, and gives you uh, uh, something to look forward to, for sure. So I encourage everybody to check, check Tina out, and if you're looking to be a part of the 10,000 10, thriving businesses to start something movement, uh, go ahead and sign up for that as well. So Tina, tell us a little bit about uh, the, the people that you work with, the clients that you work with, what are some of the things that they're saying about how you've been able to help them and, and, and transition them into greater success? Well, in simple terms, um, my VIP clients who work with me for at least six months uh, have a track record of doubling their income as well as their free time within a year. That's the, kind of the most uh, standout metric that I can say. Um, but mostly, you know, what happens for folks is that things that they think are going to take a very long time, we're able to shortcut that process and make things happen a lot faster because we're reducing the learning curve, first of all. They're getting resources much faster. They're getting confidence in their skills much faster. They're, we're breaking up habits that aren't serving them and building new ones. And it's really all inside of this context of, freedom and fun and play. You know, I tell people a lot that uh, I'm, I'm kind of like an Italian grandmother in training. You know, I'm, <laughs> my, yeah. my dad's side of the family is Italian. And, you know, my experience of that is that, you know, an Italian grandmother is somebody who, you know, you can tell her anything and she's going to bring you in and she's going to listen and she's going to feed you. But then she's also going to give it to you straight. And, and bring both the life wisdom as well as asking some really phenomenal questions uh, to bring it all together. So, you know, I've worked with more than 20 different industries in six different countries. And, you know, if I know anything, it's that humans are humans are humans. And there's a lot of very strong commonalities in what we all do. And uh, one of the main things that people do, especially people who are good at what they do, the professionals, the people who really help people, is they have a hard time seeing what they're good at because it's so much water to the fish for them. And they need that reflection back so that they can continue to build on what they're really good at. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be complicated. It kind of reminds me of the – sometimes we write, we write something and we go to edit it, but we don't always catch all the mistakes. Or see oh, yeah. it's not there. And so having a coach, you know, to be able to catch those mistakes and be able to say, Hey, what about this? It is just a it's just an it's really priceless when you when you think about it. Yeah. And I was working with a, a chiropractor, uh this is going back a while now and so good at what he did. And you know, two things. One was that he, he wasn't getting a lot of referrals even though he was doing good work. And it was really a matter, two things he did. Uh, one was asking a very simple question of all of his clients at the end of their sessions. And that simple question was, well, actually two simple questions. One was, how do you feel? And then based on their response, he would say, 
who do you know in your life that might be in pain that I might be able to help like I helped you? That question, in less than six months, doubled his practice. Being willing to have that conversation. That and also being willing to get on the phone with a list of his past clients and make that personal touch and take that extra time to check in with them, authentically saying to them, hey, how are you? How have you been? Haven't seen you in a while. Just wanted to touch base with you and let you know I'm here if you need anything. That's all he, those are the two main things that he did that doubled his practice in six months. And also, because it was so simple, he also at the same time was building out a corporate uh, wellness practice at the same time that I was able to walk him through all of the steps to network and make the most of those kind of opportunities so that he was, you know, having these corporate wellness events where he was getting clients, getting paid for it at the same time, and also, you know, getting a lot of referrals. So it's all about, you know, keeping it simple and leveraging what you got. Absolutely. And I know your business is focused on helping, helping small businesses get results. So, and I know you said you've, you've been able to help people to be able to double their business and, and those kind of things. But tell us a little bit about some of the results that you've gotten for some of your clients. Oh, geez. Well, um, I have a client right now who is, uh, had been working for uh, a college as an administrator and for a lot of years, a lot of years. And uh, she ended up having some pretty major health issues from burnout. So she started to get training and got certified in a, in a particular um, workshop that's very, very powerful and really wanted to bring that out and wants to, wanted to travel and wanted to, you know, have the kind of lifestyle that I have, like my family and I can live anywhere in the world. You know, we live in Costa Rica sometimes. Sometimes we're in the U.S., sometimes we're in Canada. And, uh, you know, we're freed up. And she wanted that same thing. And she was pretty convinced that from the time we started working together that it was going to take at least a year before she could even consider doing that. And it was, uh, she gave, she is, um, that was six months ago. And she is about to give her notice, and she already has the second half of the year planned out where she is, uh, she's already led several very successful workshops. She's already got private clients uh, on board. She's super excited. She is uh, guest blogging for uh, several sites and a magazine, and uh, she's being paid to cruise. And she is going to uh, Bali and Costa Rica. Uh, and. And, uh, you know, her finances are taken care of, too. Wonderful. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what business owners want, the ability to work and make a difference and have some freedom, you know, to be able to enjoy part of their life as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, and for folks that are already doing well, sometimes it's a matter of expansion. You hit a, you hit a ceiling. You hit a ceiling of what you can do yourself, and, you know, you want to bring on more people. You know, one of my massage therapist clients She's a, a phenomenal massage service. Clients are not her issue. She, she does 90 sessions a month, which is insane for a massage therapist, but amazing. She's in incredible shape. She takes very good care of herself. But she needed the only way she could make more money and also the only way she could take off time because she want, and her husband want to start a family 
was to bring on employees. And that's a major transition. So we had to build out her brand so that it could live beyond who she is. And she had to step into learning what it is to be a manager and to manage, you know, more than one person besides herself, and, you know, whole process. But now she brought on uh, one part-time person, and now she's bringing on a second. And uh, she's got her own space, her own clinic, and uh, she, she's thriving. Is there, is there a common theme or mindset change that you see in most of your clients? Is it, is it the expansion of what's possible? Is it doing the practical stuff? Kind of what, what, do you, what do you notice as far as your clients go in, in how their minds, mindset changes after working with you, Tina? Well, specifically to mindset, it really has to do with identity. Identity being kind of this fundamental way that we view ourselves. It's that central space that our beliefs flow from. So it might not be like, a specific, like many, many beliefs change as we go along because we start to challenge the status quo. But the thing that changes fundamentally in, in this work um, is, is that people now actually have an identity as a successful business owner. It becomes part of who they are. It becomes part of their, their daily walk, their daily talk, and that a lot of those questions about, oh, can I do it? Who am I to do this? Am I a fraud? You know, those are all put to rest because now they actually say, wow, you know, I am a successful business owner. And, you know, here's all the evidence to do that. And then they, have, you know, have the underlying habits and beliefs to continue to reinforce that. So instead of, um, you know, it's the opposite of a vicious cycle. What could we call yeah. it? We could call it like a vibrant, we could call it a vibrant cycle. Let's make it up right now. A vibrant cycle, yeah. Well, I'm sure you keep you get out of that circular circular framework and move in one direction, and that's forward uh, with your clients. I can I can just probably assure that that happens uh, more times than not. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, tell us, listeners, for those listening who uh, want to work with Tina or want to find out more about her, again, where can we find you? Oh, come on over to the Start Something Show. Just come over to the startsomethingshow.com, listen to the shows, really enjoy it, sign up for the free membership, do your perfect day, send it to me personally. I love getting people's perfect days. It's one of, the, it's one of my favorite things, and it's one of the most powerful, like less than a half an hour thing you can do to revitalize wherever you're at and refocus yourself into you know, the kind of future that you're looking to create. That's. I would just invite you to come on over. It's a good time. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, Tina, last question as we kind of wrap this interview up. Thank you for again for joining us here. Now, what we like to focus on is is what is it that really drives the heart of the Start Something movement and makes you get up every day and want to help people in the way that you do. What what is it for you? Huh. Um. I've been really fortunate in my life to spend time with people from all over the world. And especially when I, uh, I got to work with some international populations of teenagers multiple years in a row. Uh, and I had this moment one year. There was a young woman from Palestine, and there was a young woman from Israel. 
And they had avoided each other for the first couple of weeks of the, pro the leadership program that we were in. They, no conflict, but they just didn't know how to interact because they were coming from cultures that were so at odds with each other. And about halfway through this program, this leadership program, I saw them both jump, kind of like saunter out of the, uh, one of the rooms together with their arms around each other's waists, talking back and forth in Arabic and then in Hebrew and then in English and then back again as friends. And they had, you know, spent this time together and bridged this gap. And I was completely dumbstruck in that moment by what was possible for human beings if we actually allow ourselves to be in communication with each other and let down our guard and be willing to step into what we don't know and explore and take on leadership. And my, my opening to doing that in the world is through small business owners and the self-employed folks who are out there because I know that language and I can speak that language and I can make an impact there. But ultimately, you know, those people, those small business owners are leaders in their own right. And it's all about creating that ripple effect because, you know, one person, you know, the whole, does what they can do, but if we pay it forward, there's no telling what can happen. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Well put. I love what you're doing. And for those listeners out there, if you want to find out more about Tina, go to, to the startsomethingshow.com, sign up for her Perfect Planner Day. It's, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful tool to use. Find out more about the show, and, and feel free to listen. I mean, it's a wonderful show. Tina probably won't say this, but she's a great host. She's got that great <laughs> conversational style, and it's, Every interview is wonderful to listen to. Bettina, thank again, you, thank, you, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we really appreciate it. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and for asking such great questions. All right. Well, thank you very much, Tina. And you are listening to the Journey to Success Radio Network. Find out more about the network, visit us at journeytosuccessradio.com. We'll see you soon for our next amazing success story. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtootall.com for details.